The Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter 4 from verse 16, it says, And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. You know, this verse carries several emphases but there are two emphases i want to speak about today and that is we have known and believed the love that god hath to us you know the spirit of religion has removed the emphasis of God's love about man and has placed that emphasis on man's love towards God. It has made it look like, okay, religion is all about how much we love God, how we respond to God, our actions, our conduct, and the view we have about Christianity, the view we have about a relationship with God is focused on our love for Him rather than what He has done through Christ for us. Rather than magnifying God's love for us, religion has made our love for God look like the fulcrum of Christianity. It has made it look like the fulcrum of our relationship with God. But that paradigm shift has caused a lot of things. It has affected how man receives from God. It has affected man's response to the things that redemption has made available to man. It has affected how man perceives God. It has been love all the way. From the beginning, when man fell, even before man was created, it has been love. God made everything available to man and brought man into the system. But even after man fell, the Bible says man was man was taken out of the garden not because god hated man but because of love the bible says if man had eaten of the tree of life man would have not been able to die so and that wouldn't have made redemption possible so it has been love all the way the bible says for god so loved the world that he created that 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 he gave rather his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life so you can see that it was love that sent jesus it was love that made jesus to come and die for man so but religion has made it look like okay our devotion our response and everything should be much more emphasized now i'm not saying that we do not have a part to play 
I'm not saying we do not have a response to give, but I'm saying if there was not a call, if there was not a call, there would have been a response. If there was not a love, we would have not known how to love. The only way we can love is when we know how to respond to the reality of true love. And Jesus is true love. What Christ has done is true love. The Bible says that what shall separate us from the love of Christ. Now that is another paradigm shift. You know, the emphasis has been all this while that our love for Christ, nothing should separate us from our love for Christ. But it, it, it did not say our love for Christ. It says what shall separate us from the love of Christ. This love was not inspired by you and I. This love was not inspired by man. The love was inspired by God. The Bible says that man, that, that while, while we were yet sinners, the Bible says God commended his love towards us and he sent his son to die for us. In Romans chapter 5 verse 8, it says, But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for us. So Christ saw us. God saw that we were, we, were, we, were, we were dying. We were dead in sin. And he sent Jesus. He sent his only begotten son to die for man. Even when man had nothing like a response to him. Even when man did not feel like doing anything, it was no man that wrote a letter to God. It was God that saw man in that state and brought man out of that state. And that was inspired by love. I'm saying this this day so that you can remove the emphasis of your love for God to his love for you. The reason why you're struggling in addiction, in habits, struggling to perceive the blessings of God is because all this while you've been trying to love God. You've been trying to love on Jesus. You've been trying to do it your own way. No, you cannot do it your own way. You cannot help yourself. You cannot love the Lord by yourself. The pristine level of the Old Testament is that we should love the Lord with all our heart and with all our soul and with all our mind. But what Christ came to do is to shift man from that focus to the focus of his love. It is when we have loved, it is when we have responded to his love, when we meditate on his love. John said, now we know and believe. We have known and believe. My question is, do you know and believe God's love for you? Have you absorbed? Do you believe that God loves you? Do you know it? Is it a conviction in your heart? Is it a reality in your heart that God loves you? Has it dawned on you that God loves you? You know, you might continue to feel like nobody loves you. You might continue to have the vacuum in your heart if you don't yet accept that Jesus loves you. And I came to tell you this day that God loves you. God is jealous about you. God is God is God is interested in you. God is dancing over you. And there is nothing you can do to make him love you more, and there is also nothing you can do to make him love you less. Let this fill your heart. Let this fill your life. Let this be your meditation. Let this be your focus. You find out that as you focus on God's love for you rather than your love for him, a lot of things just fade away.
pain fades away. The reality of pain fades away. The reality of regret fades away. Condemnation cannot have its way into your heart. Because the devil makes you feel like, now this is the disadvantage of placing your love for God over his love for you. When you place your love for God over his love for you, the work responsibility is on your own side. But when you look at God's love for you as much more important than your love for him, you naturally respond to God. You naturally respond to his love. You naturally respond by your life, by your devotion, by your words. Everything in you responds. Our life is meant to be a response to God, not just a struggle with God. So you might be struggling to do one thing or the other. You might be struggling to, to love the Lord. You are, you, are, you are thinking, why is this thing still around me? Why does it look like I don't feel, I don't feel satisfied with, with, with the fellowship with God? I don't feel satisfied until someone comes around me. That is when I can feel satisfied. No, it is because you are focused much more on the love of God for on, on your love for God rather than the love God has for you. So I came to speak you into that paradigm shift this day. You need to know and be reassured that God loves you. Be reassured that your fault cannot take you away from his presence. No, you have not left his presence. No, he has, you have not become less of what you used to be because of your fault. There is nothing you will do that will make him love you less. I came to tell you that God loves you so much and God wants you to know it and believe it. To the person that feels God is angry, God is not angry. To the person that does not, that does not feel love, I came to tell you remove your heart from feeling love and look at the fact that God loves you. Let it be a reality. Keep telling yourself, I am loved of the Lord. I am loved of the Lord. I am loved of the Lord. And my Father loves me. That was what Jesus kept on saying. He says, I know my Father loves me. I know I am loved of the Father. He kept on relating with the Father in that sense of relationship, in that sense of reality. Let love be your reality. Let what God, let the love of God for you be your reality. And you'll find out that a lot will take a paradigm shift. So, thanks for listening to my podcast today. And God bless you. And go out this day saying to yourself, I know I am loved of the Father. I, am, I know I am loved of Jesus. And nothing can change it. Thank you.